Hi, and welcome to another episode of Ball and Bops. I'm your host, Chloe, and this is our post-Super Bowl show. I'm joined again by my special co-host, Jackson, and let's get started. Okay, so Super Bowl 55, what a performance, don't you think? Yes, it was a very surprising game. Yes, who are you going for, Bucks or Chiefs? Bucks, big time. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. So what's your notice most about the Tampa Bay offensive line? They they gave Tom Brady, they gave him a lot of time and not a lot of pressure. They gave him like a lot of time to throw so he could just feel like really comfortable. Yes, and I think that was a big part because you look at the Chiefs, they um the Tampa Bay defense put a lot of pressure Patrick Mahomes was waiting too long in the pocket, and they put t- they put a lot of pressure on him. So he was just overthrowing, and he was just sideways throwing. And also, they didn't have their left tackles either of their starting left tackles. That might have been a that's a big part of it. But like, still, they were just Patrick Mahomes was waiting too long in the pocket, and that really cost them a lot. It really and, did. Yes, and then Antonio Brown was back for Tampa, coming back from a knee injury. Um. And he was a key part in this. Like, a couple of those touchdown throws were to Antonio Brown. Those long passes that got them the first downs were to Antonio Brown. And I think that made a big impact for them because without him, if he would have still been out with that knee injury, we, they wouldn't have been able to make those throws. Yes, but they would still have Fournette and Gronkowski, which are very yes. good and talented players. But it would definitely have changed the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, the Tampa Bay defense rocked it. I feel like both, um, both sides of the Tampa Bay team really rocked it and they really got the job done. The Chiefs, they deferred, and here's a little fun fact. They are the 11th straight Super Bowl team that whenever they won the coin toss deferred. I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Um, they started off tackling really well, got some good quick tackles, and then it just kind of got to where it wasn't very good anymore as the game <laughs> were on. I think they got tired, you know. Again, <laughs> they put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. He overthrew. He threw sideways. Um, they they didn't make it into the end zone. They didn't make it into the end zone. They only got three field three field goals. And personally, I think the MVP should have gone out to their kicker, Malcolm Butler, because he scored the only Chiefs points. I mean, I don't think the MVP award, but you know, that's pretty. That's a pretty good accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, to get the only points on the board for your team. I know. And <laughs> here's another fun fact: the AFC has won 15 of the past 23 Super Bowls. I thought that was pretty cool. And they wow. just mixed up because the NFC won, so I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that fact. Yes. Where do you... Okay, let's jump over from the Super Bowl. Where do you think would be the best destination for Carson Wentz? I... Carson Wentz? I think he'd probably be good at the... At maybe the Jets or the Jags. Ooh. But, but once again, we all know the Jaguars are going to pick... Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, they're going to take up Trevor Lawrence in the draft. But what about, here's the opportunity, what if 
he goes to the Colts because that was his very first coach in the NFL who now coaches for the Colts. So what if he goes over to the Colts because Philip Rivers just retired, so they're in the hunt for a quarterback. So if Carson Wentz goes over there, he's with he's reunited with his old coach, you know, because it's clear he's going to come out of um, Philadelphia, but it's just like when and who. So I think mm-hmm. he'll go to the Colts sometime like the next week, week and a half, and that'll be he'll play there until the end of his career. Yeah, that's a good guess because, well, it just is. Yeah. Okay, so as, like, over to the Bears, because they have a lot of quarterback issues. Matt, uh, Mitchell Trubisky's contract in this, this year. Do you think they'll franchise tag him, or how do you think they're going to solve the quarterback troubles in Chicago? There's, well, first off, they've had to be switching their QBs because they benched. Well, Trubisky started, then they had to bench him for Foles. Then they benched Foles for Trubisky. And it was very confusing, but if I were them, I'd probably, I'd let them, I'd see who's available in the drafts and who wants to get transferred to other teams and, and wait to make that decision. That would be a good idea because they have a while before they have to, like, finally just break down and sign anyone. So, I think if, because they have a pretty high position up in the draft. They're pretty, pretty high up there. But I feel like, I don't think Zach Wilson from BYU is going to last that long. I think he'll go probably 15 to 20-ish. Um, but I think maybe they can get someone, because, I don't know, because I feel like Justin Fields is going to go 2025, maybe like the Patriots or something. So, yeah. my just question is, who? Because there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the draft, but I think they're all going to go pretty early. So, um, as all those teams who were like, yeah, I don't want to say bad, but not so good this year, yeah, like the Jets and the Jags, they're gonna want to rebuild their team real quickly. So, they're gonna go, they're gonna go after those good guys like Trevor Lawrence. And mm-hmm. what about Mac Jones to the Bears? Mac Jones, yeah, the Alabama quarterback. I think that'd work out perfect. He, I, I don't watch. I don't, the only college football I watch is Illinois, but Alabama, they've always been good. And I saw one Alabama game, I think. So I think that might be that might that should work because Alabama's known to be good at football. Yeah, um, definitely since the Bear Bryant era. But Mac Jones, he came in second in voting for the Heisman. And he's he's pretty up there. He won a lot of awards, and he is a very good quarterback. So I think someplace like Chicago, where they have um they have a good like they they can surround him with um good players would be good. You know, think about if Mac Jones goes there, they can get some better players maybe from other colleges that he hasn't played with before. But he yeah. they can get some other receivers and defensive players from the draft and then they can have a really good team and possibly make it into the playoffs further into the playoffs this year. It was pretty disappointing when they made the playoffs and lost to the Eagles because of their kicker. So that would yeah, that that was that was <laughs> mind blowing. Double doink. They lose the game. Oh my gosh. So they haven't made the playoffs since, but they've been 
they've been trying to work their way up to the playoffs, and I think they're going to have a chance this year with all these very young and talented seniors going into the NFL. I think they have a shot at getting at least one or two people good because they already have some really good receivers. Their quarterbacks just can't make that good of connections because they have, like, Darnell Mooney. Mm -hmm. They have Allen Robinson, who they they go to on third downs. Mm They they have Anthony they have Anthony Miller. Mm-hmm. Those are just very young and talented players who just need to get good throws to be able to actually work with the ball. Yeah, and I'm thinking it kind of almost like a Tom Brady situation, you know, comes in, um he comes in obviously this is different, he's coming in from the draft where um where Tom Brady came in from the um from the Super Bowl, but what? So I'm thinking if Mac Jones does go to Chicago, maybe Mac Jones. So he's there, and he they can kind of structure the team around him and his playing style. And they have those powerful guys like you were naming, and they have Jay Montgomery. So oh. I think if I think they can build a pretty good team, pretty strong team this year. Yes, I really agree with you. They're they just need their one more key player in the on their team, and then they're going to be amazing. Yes. Two star running backs, David Montgomery, Cordell Patterson, who returns the punts. He, well, I mean the kickoffs. Mm-hmm. He's so, he's like lightning right down the field. <laughs> they have like at least two good players on each um, yeah. side of the field. They're, they just need one more key player in that, on their team, and they're going to be amazing. That's... How far do you think the Bears can go in the playoffs this year if they th- do get Mac Jones and several other key players? I think they're, they should be able to go be, beat the first team they play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think the second match should be a good – I think the second game should be a good one in the playoffs for the Bears. But I think they could – Maybe go to the game that determines if they go to the Super Bowl. Ooh, the, so the, the title games, the conference title games? Yes, I think they sh- they should make it there if they get yeah. um those key players, like quarterback. Yeah, that'd be good. And I'm – okay, so we have all the final end-of-season awards coming. We've got Aaron Rodgers, who won MVP. What do you think about that? He wanted to be what? Aaron Rodgers won MVP. What do you think about that? That, I think he really, my opinion, I'm not like Aaron Rodgers, but I think he really earned that with this season. With this season, he and, he and DeMonte Adams, they have an incredible, I think it's the most in Packers history with passing connection, touchdown connections and just regular connections. Mm-hmm. It's, just crazy how much how good he is and how, like how right on target he can throw. Definitely, it's amazing, mind blowing. It is super cool, and you just see all these great players, and you're like, whoa, because it's crazy how they can make they can run like that and they can throw mm-hmm. like that. It's pretty cool. And you just wish you could be them when you grow up. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. So. We're going to go a little bit of college football. I know your specialty is more NFL, but college football, 
who do you who do you think will be in the top four this year? Well, I'm guessing the usual Clemson. Well, they won't have Trevor Lawrence, so I'm gonna see who their who their who their new QB is. Their replacement mm-hmm. is before I go with Clemson, but I'm gonna go with Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Alabama. Some pretty good and picks right there. <laughs> I think maybe Notre Dame or Clemson. Yeah, I don't think Notre Dame this year. So the Clemson quarterback who's going to be starting, as far as I know, is DJ Uglele, the backup freshman quarterback who played a little bit for Trevor Lawrence this year. Um, I think they're going to try to make him into the next Trevor Lawrence. But as far as Notre Dame goes, I don't think they have a chance this year. I think they'll fall kind of in Coastal Carolina range where it'll be like 12-11, kind of shifting, you know, fall down at times. But I don't think they're national championship this year. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win the national championship? Okay, so I think it'll come down to OU and Alabama. Yes. I think and I think that'll be a really good game. And I think mm. I am not going to give you a definite answer, but I think it all depends on how the OU defense plays because us OU fans, we we know if your if our defense decides that it wants to not play that day that it's not going to be good. So our defense has been getting really good under Alex Grinch. So if it gets progressively better and it's up to its peak in that national championship game, then I think we can beat Alabama. Alabama has a really long history of winning. I think if it comes down, I think it'll come down to those two teams. And I think it should be a really good match matchup but Alabama pulls it off by like a winning field goal oh so you're going with Alabama we'll see we'll see <laughs> and the big 12 and the SEC schedules plus some independent schedules have come out so it looks like a long loved rivalry of Nebraska and Oklahoma has been coming is coming back this season as their one or as one of their few like out of uh, conference games. Do you think that'll be a good game? Well, I, from the past years of watching Illinois play Nebraska, I think that they're very, very talented. Um, Nebraska's very talented with their offense and defense. So I think it could be a good game. But I think, yeah, I think OU will. Should pull it Definitely. off. Definitely. I think maybe last year um, it would have been a close game, maybe like towards the beginning of the season. But I think this year, mm-hmm. if because it's going to, it's going to like, it's going to be like middle of the season, like de- kind of deeper in the season. So I think OU will pull it off maybe by like a, a couple touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So by like points. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. When you think that way, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so much. Yeah. When you think about it, well, it's only. Two touchdowns, so it's not really so, that much. Yeah, definitely. Well, this has been really awesome recording and talking to you. So we'll be back next week with more books, ball, and bops. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye.